But the psalmist said here, it was a call to praise the Lord. It says here, and he's talking to the Christians. He's talking to the Christian. And Psalms 100 said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands or all ye people. Listen to verse 2. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath what? It is he that hath made us. Look at somebody and say, did you know God made me? Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he who hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Who's he talking to? He's talking to us this morning. Enter ye, enter into his gates, and I believe this means into his church, into his sanctuary, with what? And into his courts with what? And be what? Unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is how long? And his truth endureth unto when? And to all generations. I was reading this, I've read it, and I'm sure I've taught it, preached from it, or whatever. But if you're ever sort of down and out spiritually, I would encourage you to just pick up the book of Psalms and start reading. And don't just read it, stop and try to understand what he's saying. I feel like there ain't a thing matter with me right now. I was sitting here having chest pain long ago, but God has tucked them away. I believe, you know, I believe sometimes, I believe sometimes that God sort of tries us. Amen. He just don't try. He tries our faith. You ever had your faith tried? Boy, sometimes he's asked us to do something and it takes a lot of faith, don't it? It takes a lot of not doubting. Amen. It takes a lot of faith not to doubt. But what did he say? Come to him without doubting. God don't want you for, to doubt Him. If you go to doubting God, you won't receive anything from Him. But if we will just look to Him, and no matter what the devil tells us, if we will look to God and quit listening to the devil, which one makes us doubt to start with, and just tell the devil, I know what God said, and I'm not going to listen to you even though I don't understand it and I don't see how in the world this is going to come out for the better, but I'm going to trust God. And if you'll do that, it'll come out for the better. Amen. Do we trust God this morning? Lee asked me back there, he said, well, what's the title of the message? I said, well, it's just Psalms 100, maybe Psalm 103 if I get there, but I got a feeling I ain't going to get to 103. And he said, well, what, what verse did you get it out of? And I said, well, and she said, well, at least she said it's Psalms 100 here. Yeah, but he said, I need to give you the title. He said, what's the title? I said, well, I said, what was the title I told you? 
who am I? That's the title God gave me for this meeting. Who am I? Lee said, well, which verse did you get it out of? I thought, I don't know, you know. And then I said, told her, I said, look, in, in, in Psalm chapter 2, but really in chapter 3, know ye that the Lord, he is God, it is he that hath made us. It's he that made us. And the question that God said to me, Brother Tim, when I was studying this, he said, do you know who you are? How many knows me? No, you don't. No, you don't. How many knows my name? How many knows who I represent? Who many knows what my title is in this church? You know all these things. But when it comes right down to it, you don't really know me. You don't really know me. Only one knows me, and that's God. But the Bible says we are known by what? By the fruits that we bear. But you know, sometimes, now we need to think about that. Because sometimes, just because we go to church, just because we pay our tithes, and all these things are good, and we're supposed to do that. We understand that. And these are good fruits. We go out and we visit people. We talk to people about the Lord. I preach. Some of you preach. Some of you sing. Some of you testify. But we're all here this morning, such as we are here this morning, and we can look at somebody and we can say, yeah, I know him. Yeah. Did anybody ever come up to you and say, hey, so I know, I know that part. Be talking about somebody. Yeah, I know them. Well, we know their name and we have known of them perhaps all our life. Yeah. I've known Mark for years and years and years. Amen, I know his name. I know where his occupation is. But it comes right down to it. I don't know what a, how... I do not know what a relationship, truly a relationship that you and God have got. I told my wife one day, we was talking, and I said, honey, you don't know me. She said, well, I've been married to you 57 years. I reckon I know you. <laughs> she knows I'm her husband. She knows I'm a God called me to preach, and she knows I've done that. But she don't know. She don't know what kind of relationship that me and Jesus has got. Amen, Am I making sense this morning? I know Johnny's my brother. Seen him grow up. Now I know that he was perhaps Work mom and dad more than anybody else did in the family. You've heard there's a black sheep in the family. Well, I look at Johnny and he ain't no sheep. 
But then I doubt if he was a black sheep in the family. He always said I was. John, you didn't hate man that? <laughs> but far as knowing John and Jeanetta's my sister, but far as knowing the relationship they've got with Jesus Christ, I don't know. I know Danny, and I know me and Danny is really close. I probably talked to him more than I do all the rest of the family together because he calls me or texts me every morning. Are you up? I don't know what business that is of his. But if he don't get to me first, then I get to him. Are you up? <laughs> And one day, I didn't see any text. And up in the day, he said, well, he said, there's something wrong? I said, I don't reckon why. He said, well, I texted you this morning, and you didn't text me back. And I looked. I just forgot to look at my text. I told somebody, I told, here's my wife the other day or something. I said, I, I don't know how. The three people knows what I'm going to eat breakfast. Because they won't call. I believe I usually eat breakfast around 7, 8 o'clock, whatever time she gets up and fix it. And I believe I could sit there at 10 o'clock and they wouldn't call me. But just as soon as y'all don't go to the table and sit down, or sometimes I'm just headed to the table. That's my wife right there. And my phone will go to ringing. And it's either going to be Danny, it's going to be David, or it's going to be Steve Harvey. I've just got so I don't answer it. Then when I do, when I get done eating, I'll call, well, I called you a while ago, but you didn't answer. No, I was eating breakfast or fixing to eat breakfast. But it'll happen one time. It'll happen just about every time. So see, they don't really know me. I know them better than they know me. But what I'm trying to say is we know one another's name, we know one another's occupation or some of you. Some of you I don't even stand know. But we know we come to church together. We call one another brother and sister. And that's what, it, that's what we are, brother and sister. And I'm not talking about that. I believe every one of you is saved in here this morning. Or I hope everybody's saved this morning. But the fact of it is, I don't really know when it comes right down to it who is saved and who is not saved. Only you and who? God. God, and there's one more knows. That's the devil this morning. So what I'm saying is, what kind of a personal relationship do you have with Jesus? If you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, then you don't know him. I talk to Jesus more than I do my wife. Now, she talks to me sometimes, I think, more than she does Jesus, because I meet Jesus all the time. (laughs) 
What'd she say? No dinner today. Well, about that, I mean, we're getting off the tracks a little bit. She may not fix me no dinner, but what she don't know, I've still got driver's license, I've got two vehicles, and I've got money in my pocket, and there's all kinds of restaurants in town. So she wants to stub up Dean and not fix me no dinner, but I won't take her with me. I'm not going to do that either. She's got driver's license, got a car, but she can't drive right now. She did. I didn't want to meet her on the road. I don't even want to ride with her. But David, let's get serious. David said, make a joyful noise. What is a joyful noise? Sing out, praise him. Over in Romans chapter, Roman, I believe chapter 12, what did Paul say? He said, I beseech you therefore, brethren and sisters, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present yourself, yourself, a living sacrifice unto the Lord. Amen. Enter his house with thanksgiving and praise. How many times do we do that? I look back across this crowd this morning, Tony, you've seen it, you first got up here, and i tell you what, I thought I was more in a funeral home. I hear, well, I hear more racket in a funeral home and voices than I did here. I come in the door this morning, I walk back there, and, 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 I, was, and I asked somebody, I said, do you know what they're saying? He said, I believe it's Trace. What would you said you sounded like? A bunch of chickens. Quick, 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 quick. Everybody was just back there fellowship. Everybody was talking at the one time. Even Madison. She was doing some talking. That don't surprise nobody, does it? But I like to hear that. I like to hear good fellowship. You know, talking. But when we come into the place of worship or the sanctuary, as we call it, then everything gets real quiet. I told him when I got up here, I said, boy, I said, listen, back here. Well, listen, when service starts, everything get real quiet. You think that's pleasing to God? When we can do everything out here. How many have been watching uh, the tournaments, basketball tournaments? Has anybody been into them? Been to them? I know Sheila and, and Dean went up there a little bit back. Now, I'm going to get personal here. When Kentucky was going on a run, when Kentucky come back, did y'all hear any noise up there? Was y'all part of the noise? Huh? Did she jump up and say, yeah, I go, yeah, I go? She kindly did. <laughs> kindly did. But I did. <laughs> well, that was the next question was going to be, did you? <laughs> For the popcorn? Well, I can sell her a bag of popcorn. I'll guarantee you five times cheaper than what she paid for hers. Absolutely. 
But see, we go to a ball game or something, or we can go somewhere or another, boy, and you know, I mean, something good's happening to us and all. Some of you got kids, play little league ball or something, boy, they get ahead. What do y'all do? Do y'all just sit there? Say, well, my daughter just got, no, you don't, do you? Don't say, that's my daughter, wants everybody to know it. That's my son. I've been to these ball games and plays. I know how it acts. But boy, then we come into church on Sunday morning, and what do we do? Do we come in here doing what Jesus said to do? Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. I mean, the ball game or something going on, one of your kids, some boy, you don't mind saying nothing, clapping and just waving. Hey, over here mommy is, over here daddy is. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And boy, they get doing good and they're just clapping. They want everybody to know it. But then we come into church. <laughs> we come into church and we get quiet as a mouse. You ever been to a church as quiet as a mouse? People just stare at you. How did y'all like it? Well, what are y'all getting into that shape sometimes? If y'all didn't like somebody else, do you think if we get visitors, they're going to like us? Do you, now, do you, you'd, rather, you'd rather go into a church where they were worshiping and praising God at. I'm not talking about getting radical. I'm talking about just worshiping and praising God at. Do you'd rather go into them kind of churches? Or do you'd rather go into these dead churches? See, sometimes we can look at other places And talk about them, but sometimes, sometimes we need, not sometimes, but all times, we need to look at ourselves and see what we're doing Amen. and how we're worshiping. Right. So he said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye people. This is the invitation to everybody. He said, serve the Lord with gladness. How many does that? How many does that? Sometimes when we say serve the Lord, that means what it says, means what God says. Serve me. What did he say? He said, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And he said, I'll add all these other things unto you. Right. Amen. But sometimes it's hard to put God first in our life, right? It's hard to put God first in our life. And sometimes, and there's nothing talking about this at the Sunday school lesson, Mark Tony's talking about it. And sometimes we sin. I'll go to sort of agree with you all. Sometimes we, we sin more but not doing than doing. You say, what are you talking about, preacher? Sometimes we won't do what God says more than we will do what God says. Did you know that when we come into church, and I've been at this for a long, long time, when we come into church, we need to come up with one thing on our hearts and minds, and that's worshiping God. 
leave all the, where we going to dinner after church or what we going to do next week. Am I going to go fishing Monday or Tuesday? When do you want to go fishing? I'm ready to go about any time. Anybody wants to go with me? Nobody wants to fish with me no more. Johnny used to some, but every now and then he'll just take somebody else and go. I think the reason he don't fish with me because I put it on about every time we go. I went through that with Stevie Foster and with, uh, uh, where you at, Ronnie Dahl? Oh, back there he sat. And they even quit fishing with me. Huh? Yeah, now, now right there he, maybe we ought to have an altar call right here. I was sitting there fishing one day and I was catching I mean, I just catch them one after the other, big old bluegill. Stevie is up here and Ronnie's down here. Next thing I know, they're both right. One of them's on one side, one on the other. <laughs> they wasn't catching that. I didn't say nothing. I throw out there and Ronnie, he'd throw about that close to my float on the other side. Stevie would throw about that close on the other side of my floater. I'd just jerk them out and reel them in. They sat there and still wasn't catching that. Ronnie, I believe Ronnie looks here, he said, I've never seen nothing like it. So we both sitting right here fishing right in the same spot for the same kind of bait, and he's just dragging them in. We ain't catching nothing. When I go fishing, I get serious. When I come to church, I get serious. I'm coming for one thing, and that's to praise the Lord, amen, and lift him up. And I'm coming fishing. He said, if you will follow me, he said, I'll make you fishers of men. I'm here this morning fishing after men and fishing after women in this morning. That's my main purpose here. I'm not worried about what I'm going to eat dinner. I'm not going to worry about what my wife's going to fix me anything or not. I know there's food there. I'm a grown man. I, I'm going to eat. Amen. When I go to the table and I sit down, I want to eat and I want to have enough food everywhere I'm at to sit down and I want to be full when I get up. Amen. You ever go anywhere and sit down and somebody's out? And you get it, went there hungry and you left hungry? I've done it. I ain't going to do that. If I've got money to buy it. Have you ever been to church and you was hungry when you went in and you was hungry when you left? Is that the way it's supposed to be? No, that's not the way it's supposed to be. People say, well, I don't believe in that clapping hands. I don't believe in raising hands. I don't believe, woo, and shouting. Uh -oh. If you don't believe in that, you don't need to come here to Bloomington Chapel, I can tell you that. Amen. The Bible says, who the Son is set free, he's what? Free he's free indeed. Yeah. Why do we come to church and we sit bound up, uh -uh. not wanting to do nothing for the Lord? God put a testimony on your heart. Yes, sir. And you know that God laid a testimony. You know that God has blessed you in some way, but you'll just sit back there and you'll look around and say, well, I've got a testimony, but I'm afraid so-and-so will see me. Oh, I just tell you, I'm just, I'm just doing everything I can to hold back a shout. I'm afraid somebody will see me. 
Well, I'm afraid to stand up. I'm afraid everybody will look at me. I'm afraid Ducci back. I, I'm afraid Ducci. He's not been coming back here. I'm afraid they're going to see me. I told somebody that one time. I said, well, I feel like testifying. Well, why didn't you testify? I don't know. I just looked around. And I was afraid somebody would say something or somebody would do something. I've got the cure for that. If you listen to me, the next time God tells you to do something, to testify or stand up and praise Him, and you're afraid somebody's going to see you, just shut your eyes and you won't know they're looking. Have you ever been there? Have you ever done it? Have you ever been to church and God said, stand up and witness for me? You're in a different church. Ooh, I can't do that here. These people, they're too quiet here. I was doing that one night up there. I haven't been saved too many years. Up there at Millerfield. I believe that's where we was at. And Annie Harmon was there, Alvin Denton's sister. She was there. And God laid it on me to testify, and I stood up and testified. It was quiet. And I sat back down, and by the time I sat down, that woman squalled out, and I went plumb up over that front seat. She was sitting up. <laughs> I thought they was all dead. But boy, if you know Annie Harmon, she wasn't dead, was she, Lord? I was preaching revival one time. I what they call pigtail out Hutchison. Man, that place was full. I was preaching a revival out there. And I'm telling you, the Spirit of God was in that place. Like a, I mean, it just come like the day of Pentecost. And I mean, I was a stepping her back through her, and I was laying it off. And I was going this way, and I met Annie Harmon. She was coming this way. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Just waving her hand. I passed her, and I went down to the back and turned around and come back, and I met her coming back. I went, well, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. And she was just a dancing, as a dangerous woman ever I've seen in my life. And you know what? Some of it rubbed off on that church, and we had revival. Amen. It's hard to have revival with the dead. Well, I've got a signal. I've been talking 30 minutes. Know ye that the Lord, He is God. It is He that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We don't belong to ourselves. People say, well, I'm my own man. I'm my own person. No, you don't have no right to be that. You own right. You've got to be what God's called you to do and be what God wants you to be. You don't own yourself anymore. Ron sang the song, I can't even walk without holding his hand. I used to thought I could. I thought I was a mighty big man, but I was a nothing. I was a nobody in the eyes of the Lord. Amen, Paul. Well, let me tell you something. One day, one day, Jesus got a hold of me. When I came up, I was a changed man that day. If you don't change your life, allow God to change your life, uh, you can go to this altar a thousand times, uh, and you will still walk out a sinner. Amen. You cannot get saved. You get saved and go out and keep living in the world and living in the world of living, you can't do that. When I got saved, somebody said, oh, there was a boy, said, you've got a lot of friends on both sides, you know, said, what are you going to tell them? What are you going to do? Lord, I, I, I don't know. But I found out, one of the good friends, me and him drank about every weekend, followed me home one, I got saved on Thursday, on Friday, pulled my driveway, and I went out there, and, and he walked up to the door. 
driver's side, and he, he well, he said, I got a, it's a filth or a quart, a liquor, and he pulled a wheel and told something off from him. He said, I need somebody to help me drink it, and I know exactly where to come to. Now, I just got saved Thursday, and this is Friday. I looked at him, and I ain't going to call his name, but I said, I can't do it. He said, can't do it. I said, no, why? I said, I got saved yesterday afternoon. I got saved. He knew what I was talking about. He dropped his head, and boy, he pulled that coat back. He said, Ralph, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. If I'd know that, I wouldn't have come out here. I, you know I wouldn't. I said, I know you wouldn't. When he backed out on my drive, he stopped, started out the road and rolled the glass down. He said, pray for me. One of these days, you're going to see me walk through them doors. I ain't seen him yet, but I'm still looking for him. Still looking for him. Let me finish it up here as they come. Know you that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. But we are his people. We are his people. And the sheep of his pasture. Enter ye in at the gates of thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. And listen, and be thankful unto him. Be thankful unto God and praise his name. Is anybody thankful this morning? For the Lord is good. Anybody know that? His mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth forever. Would you stand with us this morning? I may, be, I may not know you and you may not know somebody else but you know yourself you know yourself 